0: Welcome to episode 325 of the awesome comics podcast the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise i'm vince hunt creator of murder road and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic vanguard dan butcher hello <laughs> oh a little bit of a pause but it was worth it in the end and we're also joined as always by the returning commando the champion that is tony esmond
1: how you doing <laughs> good good feeling for you t Thank you, mate. Fighting the, fight. the
0: fight, waving <laughs> the flag. Yes. Um, yeah. As as we record this, Tony has just uh, pretty much got through the door after uh, yep. a convention weekend. So we're, me and Dan are going to do what we can to be the the caffeine in his veins for the next hour and a half, aren't we, Dan?
2: <laughs> yes. Don't do
1: cocaine. Drugs are for mugs, <laughs> Drugs yeah. are for mugs. <laughs> yeah. And winners don't use drugs. They do a lot, a lot really. They do. They do. They do, they do. Yeah, them, like, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Sometimes they get caught, and sometimes. They I get... said we should just
1: have the drugs Olympics. Just take as many as you fucking like, and just yeah. go for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, go for it. That's a good idea.
0: Just, not,
1: just do whatever you want.
2: Yeah. Think of the, how brilliant <laughs> that would be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like this fucking doing hundred metres. against off his mind. Just...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Weightlifting, just throwing weights up yeah. into the air till they hit planes.
1: <laughs> till they hit planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Amazing.
0: <laughs> Amazing. That'd be an Olympic side watch. Um anyway, welcome folks to this week's show. It's just the three of us this week. And comic convention season is sort of in swing again. Things We're are happening mm. things are happening again. It's an exciting time. Um for a lot of you people out there, be you be creator, comic buyer, or you just love comic conventions. Who wouldn't? it's all kicking off so for the next couple of weeks we're going to be um, talking about conventions we've um, those who follow us on social media will know that um, we put out a very interesting data collection poll yeah. is, that the way, is that the way to put it how would you describe it Dan
1: survey
3: there you go <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what we put out <laughs> Yeah. you that know when correct. you someone just
0: says a word and you just think why didn't I just use that word that's the same um, <laughs> it sounds like I'm more tired than Tony, which can't be true because he's been selling comics. Uh, Anthony is day. very tired. Yes. Yes. So, Tony's so tired. He's he's using his uh, full name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I've, we've already had the debrief where I've told you the not safe for podcast bits of the weekend. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what is safe for podcast though?
3: Comic House. Oh, yeah. Yes. Our lovely
0: sponsor, Comic House. <laughs> this show is made possible <laughs> partly due to um, drugs and our lovely sponsor comic house no it's not really we're not really on drugs <laughs> but we do use comic house who are an indie comic marketplace with a difference they love the indie comics just as much as we do although if we see them in in, in public we might might challenge them to a fight a little bit of a west side story type fight i think to
2: be fair they'd probably just avoid us
0: <laughs> and they'd be very wise well, they're, yeah. they're, they're too busy um, sorting out the huge selection of titles that are on their database <laughs> on their website. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> and if you <laughs> it's self- like we've done this before,
0: I know it's only been it's only been several years of us absolutely messing up this. Um, if you self-publish your work, you can list your book on there as well, and start selling your books that way straight away. And also, if you've got digital comics, then for God's sake, put them on their app. It's an it's an amazing app. Um, it's like Netflix for comics basically subscription service only £3 a month and you get access to an ever-growing library of digital indie comics that's being updated all the time for instance what's on there at the moment Dan we've
1: got some new titles including uh, The Last of Evil 3 uh, Abyssal Albion is that the right word I don't know how to not pronounce that word right but uh, that looks great 28 page comic Albion. and it's, is that it yeah Abyssal? and it's that's it and it's led by our friend Ken Reynolds I've not heard of these oh, comics right. before hey uh, the Great Old Ones have awoken, and with them, death and madness has spread rapidly across the globe. Still, there are a few that remain untouched by this grip of insanity, and it is a pair of such individuals that we now find found ourselves following. It looks like a brother and sister uh, taking on Cthulhu and his friends. So, Cthulhu looks and his good. friends? Yeah.
2: yeah. It's a bit like Spider-Man and his friends.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man and his friends. Uh, yes, it's great. Also, I checked out the app today, and uh, number, the number one spot is currently held by uh, Gateway City. Oh, okay, nice, awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice. Which is uh, oh, the comic. collection? The collection.
2: Oh right, okay. That's a good uh, way to get the numbers up, and it put your singles on there, and then put the collection on as well. Yeah, very uh, wise.
1: I've not done that, so I will do that. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Get on <laughs> it. Because
0: <laughs> you and when Dan does put Vanguard on there, you can access well the collections. You can access that as well as all the other issues on Comic House. And um, there's a 14-day free trial. Find out more. There, There's, like, featured sections. There's all kinds. It's, it's a great uh, website to go and find your digital indie comics. So go to comichouse.com
1: today. Mm. You can you. read uh, kids' comics in there as well, can't you? Yes. Ugh.
0: Yes. Yes. Comics are for everyone, Tony. You know this. Ugh. I mean, not your comics. I
2: wish uh, they were for everyone because I think of the sales we'd make. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. amazing wasn't it uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. speaking
1: of comics for everyone yes oh thank you for everyone that's the
3: question we're going to answer <laughs> oh, like, like, on don't, in the show
0: don't, don't start with the meaning of life question Dan yeah uh, before we do though I just want I just want to say something Spider-Man and his amazing friends that's sticking in yeah. my mind and I need to get this just out in public yeah Um. Love that show it was you, you know when you're a kid and you like superhero comics and stuff and loved it, it yeah. and there's nothing but you know it was Spider Man, Iceman, and Firestar, wasn't it? Yeah, it? yeah. Um, and Iceman, whenever he turned into Iceman, he sort of froze himself into a block and then smashed the block, didn't he? And he was Iceman. That was yeah. his sort of transformation. Has he ever done that in comics? And why the fuck not?
2: I can't think that he has. Doesn't doesn't ring any really bells.
1: It's just
0: really cool in the, yeah. In the cartoon. Yeah,
1: I can't recall uh, him transforming into Iceman. I can't think of a transformation off the top of my head where he's yeah. done it in, in the comic. In the early days, he looked like a snowman. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't a, yeah. wasn't a great design.
3: Yeah. But. <laughs>
2: yeah. Snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God.
3: Yeah.
0: I just I just suddenly pondered that.
2: I had a banging thing as well. Spider-Man. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. amazing friends, didn't yeah. Didn't Stan narrate it or something.
1: Is that
0: right? Yeah, I think that was a bit like that. And Spider-Man I had think, like a base, yeah. did where... Like he he turned like a statue over and it turned into a base. Yeah, the uh, coffee a table
1: flipped over to like yeah. a computer readout and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, fucking yeah. class. I don't classic, think it was canon. Classic Spider Man series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It's kind of like very much kind of people are liking at the moment. I can't get into those what ifs the marvel thing i, I watched one i, I didn't like
2: didn't, didn't i don't like that animation style it's uh, a bit like a cheap sort of insurance
1: company ad or something yeah, you it's know 3, it's 3d <laughs> that they have tried to kind of zhuzh up to make it look a bit hand-drawn and try and make it look better than yeah. what it is I, it doesn't i don't really like them Fit in a like, do, like i'm not gonna hate it's gonna hate yeah I'm not going to come out with a shitty opinion on fucking Swamp Thing and then delete it when all my peers, <laughs> people in the industry, have a pop in me for it.
0: <laughs> why would you do such a thing, Dad? Yeah, you... Swamp Thing's awesome.
1: Imagine saying, "Oh, Swamp Thing." Uh, why did boys like Swamp Thing or, Bros, or it, or something? Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Yawn. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Tony's Sit so tired fuck. he's actually
0: yeah. like actively, audibly
2: yawning now. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing sound effects for the rest of my life now.
1: Oh, amazing. Yeah, that did make me laugh this week. Yeah, Yeah, that was good.
3: Good, good, Um, good.
0: But but speaking of good, yes, as we said, comic convention season has kicked off. And should we start off with um, Tony's uh, fresh off the press, should we say? He's just returned. Um, All the news is
2: fit fit to print.
0: Yep. Um, Meanwhile... In Coventry, was this this past weekend? Yeah. Um. Obviously, we talked about it. Um. About a month or two ago. What
2: is? Time? Yeah, we had Simon on, didn't we? It was yeah, about just time. over a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um. And it was exciting because it was the first. Well, there's been some small events that, that sort of happened, but this is one of the first big ones to note, wasn't it? What was it like, Tony? Tell tell us your adventures.
2: Right. Well, let me just start with my arrival at the at Coventry. Right. So here we go. <laughs> i picked up falpy quite early and we stopped for a co- i like i like a coffee at the services me i like to stop and have a coffee yeah. so had a coffee at the services drove into um coventry which as the song goes is an actual ghost town there was no one about and uh made our way to one of the car parks they recommended good great maps you know showed you where all the hotels were all the car parks everything very good get there and we're on the bottom we're on the bottom floor of this car park so they're early you know the ground floor and there's some fucking crazy drunk bloke in shorts and no shoes trying to run up the slope to the next level do you know what I mean and he keeps yeah. like legging it like ugh, like running up the slope and then like falling back down again you know and I said to Falpe we're not getting out of the car he, to he's because he's a fucking maniac <laughs>
3: right
2: so so we sit in the car a couple of minutes like check our directions and that sort of thing and he's still there so I said I'll oh, come on in let's get out so we get out unload the car close the car lock it up to walk away and he runs over excuse me and, then, and I said yeah and he's like they i almost confounded him by answering him do you know what i
3: mean hmm. wasn't and he expecting
2: went in that it was this long silence he went can i ask a favor and i went not really mate nope. no and then we walked off and then we walked off for about like 2 or 3 minutes and then all we could hear from behind us was you're going to die right <laughs> like, so at which point all i can hear is like his feet on the on the, the wet pavement like this you know coming towards us and i, I said to fawpie i'm going to have to hit this dude when he turns up <laughs> what time?
0: Was this first thing? This in was like
2: morning? eight AM, right? No one about, no shops open, yeah. and he's like fucking legging it towards us. And I turn around, look at him, and he's like, he runs off the other way. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our um initial entry into um Coventry, Coventry. and mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's we think this is going all right. <laughs> this is all right. dragging a fucking suitcase across the town centre. You yeah. know. So we get there, easy to find, lovely map. Blah, blah, blah. Um, As we arrive, Mark Abnett is unloading his car at the entrance, and he sort of points to us the way to go, so we go in. Um, we've got two tables at the corner of, like, it's like a big marquee in um, the centre of the old cathedral, which obviously got bombed out, and you can't, you know, no roof, etc. So that was quite a nice little venue. Um, I have to say, overall, extremely well organised. Okay. Like, when you think, so the convention was open 9.30 to 7.00, 7 pm onwards was the um, drink and draw in the cathedral. But during the day, you had, um, if you went down some steps just by this, it's a grand place, it's an amazing venue. Mm. You go down these steps, and at the bottom of the steps is this sort of square, University Square, Town Square kind of thing. And they had like huge TV screens up and a stage. Um, and in this sort of central area was all these, what, are they <laughs> called battle boards? I don't understand what they are. People draw on them, is that right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: yes, yeah me, so. You old goat.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they had all that and they had music playing and portaloos even and then next to that was a place called the herbert center which is like a little museum and in there was a load more tables so absolutely lovely setup simon might did did himself proud i gotta tell you super friendly as soon as we arrived came over came and chatted us throughout the weekend stayed out for a drink with us you know really good geezer all the staff lovely um so from that point of view from a point of view of organisational setup, venue, staff, uh, accessibility, absolutely love So there
0: was lots of support for exhibitors.
2: There was, yeah. yeah. So we was kind of one end was small. Well, one end was small press, and then right at the other end of the tent were like the pros. So you had Al Ewing, um, Nick Brokenshire, John Higgins, um, all these sort of guys, you know. Yeah. Um, and then um, mixed amongst them, and further down the tent were the rest of us, you know. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say we did okay on the Saturday sounds wise, you know, being completely okay. forthright and honest, we did. Yeah. Okay. So we had the, um, drawn under the influence that turned up. Sarah Harris brought that down. I was at a table with Adam Phalp and Daryl Thorpe, um, and opposite us was, um, Mark Abner and Pete Davis. And it was, if the devil could cast his net, do you know what I mean? We were laughing so much throughout the weekend that people were literally looking over from the other end of the hall going, what is going on at the end of this <laughs> hall? It was just, uh, relentless it was like when we have a table just relentless piss-taking you know what i mean but hilarious <laughs> to the point where four people out of pack lunch and we started shouting at him for having a pack lunch you know it was that bad you know um <laughs> so it's okay um the i'm gonna say it wasn't you know what i'm like i'll buy i'll buy you know any comic pretty much when i you know yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: um
2: it's um wasn't a great shopping convention for me there wasn't okay. much to buy um there was a couple of new faces, small press wise, but a lot of people I recognised from before. Um, a lot of people, a couple of people back on the scene, um, and it was the first day. Saturday was okay, pretty good sales. We did all right, you know. We're pleased. We had um, t- a couple of new books out. In fact, all of our books had never been to a convention before. The, the tribute press stuff, um, and 4P had a couple of his books as well, extra, and so did um, um, Adam. And so everything on our table was new. Do you know what I mean, it wasn't as if we had old stuff that everyone had seen who'd been to, a, you know, a convention previously. Yeah. And so we did OK. Hmm. Second day today was more much more of a, fa- a family day. Um, so it was more parents and kids. And obviously we would panic every time a kid would go near any of our comics, you know, <laughs> um, in case they picked them up and looked inside. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't do as well today. Um, a lot of um, a lot of people turned up. Um, sort of buddies of ours people we know just wanted to get out see a comic convention Um, uh, Dave Hingley was also in our little group he was opposite as well Um, Mark Jackson was there Nick Broganshire as I've said Ricky from Avery Hill was there he was quite chatty came over and had a good chat Eamon um, Eamon Clark from Mega City our buddy Gary Hill um, and Conrad uh, Jason Garrettly. he had a table on the second day in our hall Um, Drew turned up Sarah Harris Jason uh, her partner Um, yeah there's a lot of people turned up so we were sort of, you know, it's like with our table generally, we are sort of, it's a bit of a sort of almost like a community place where people sort of turn up,
3: it rock is, up yeah, and
2: hang yeah. and stuff. It was a bit like that, I suppose. Um, so there was never a quiet moment. We were never bored, you know. Um, I just, uh, yeah, sales weren't brilliant, but whose fault is that, man? You know, if it, there's loads of people there. It's just that hmm. we didn't have the sort of stuff they wanted.
1: Yeah, us. it's a, it's a tough know. one as well because, like, your first day, first Big con, Well, I don't know if there's been others, but what? after what all this gone on, it's uh, uh, man, that's a hard one. I, I don't know how I, you can. I don't think you could say how it was going to go beforehand, could you? No, not at all. Well,
2: no. I mean, we didn't lose any money, so it was pretty good. Mm. Um, nice one. I have to say, I think because of the COVID thing, we lost out on Panosian and Dave Johnson um, uh, being at the venue, you know, at the event.
1: Yeah,
2: um, and I think that would have been. A huge coup
1: a big yeah
2: yeah it's been a great one the couple of the guests were i won't name them but were the the same guests you see at every convention
3: okay you know?
2: um so it was a bit bit yawny that one um but yeah I, I i can't fault really anything i suppose i can't really fault the organization i think like the, the venue the vibe the feeling the mood The i mean with uh, with there was the drink and draw on the saturday night um i was still feeling a bit underweather so i hit hit the showers after we had, a lot of, like, a late late dinner.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and the boys went on. I mean, Adam didn't go to bed till, like, half four or something, I think. <laughs> Mad man. Oh, my God. He's a crazy person. Yeah. And I think Pete was the same. They were just making me laugh. Um, and um, I got out. the. Whole, I had my breakfast. I was meant to meet Falpe at breakfast this morning. He didn't turn up. Texting, ringing, thinking, oh, God. You know. What's happened? And, yeah. And uh, just I was just leaving to come, like, Drop stuff at the car and then go back to the, the venue. And Simon ran out and said, oh, Tony, Tony, don't worry about Falpi he, he was with us till 4am. And I thought, oh, that's fine. It'll be all right, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was that, I think conventions are made up. You know, the, the the legendary conventions or the conventions that we like are made up for a number of reasons. Sales is is a minimal part of it for me often. Mm. I think the vibe, the, the way you're looked after and the sort of the laughs you have make up for... I mean, some of our favorite convention, our favorite convention experience is the worst selling experience we've ever had, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Which doesn't yeah. compare to this. I know mean, we, we sell quite well at this, but the um, we had such a laugh and everyone was sort of in it to win it together. You know, Um, um Nick was, although Nick Brokerchow was down one end of the hallway, he'd be down chatting to us. And he you know, you saw Al Ewing going around shopping at the stalls and stuff. And yeah, it was all right, man. It was, uh, I'd go, definitely go back. Definitely. Uh, I'd as recommend said, it to
1: other as people. It, as it drew closer, I was like, oh man, I wish I could fucking go. I really did. Yeah. I was really wanted to.
2: Yeah. Uh the one thing I think it could've could have done with is and I understand the grief you get with dealers, you know. Um, but it could have done with like um like a little line of long boxes, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you know, some cheap comics, you know. That Waterstones turned up with a couple of Star Wars jigsaws and, you know, mouse. Really? Yeah, they uh. had a table. The first day they were, they'd gone by one o'clock and the lady didn't really look happy. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know. <laughs> Although she was at the table next to us, so I can't imagine that cheered around. Are
0: you upsetting like major high street brands again, Tony? <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was um, some pen company there as well. They had a big table. I don't understand that world. But everyone who came to the table, I'd point at their table and go, on the way out, those pens are free on that table, so just grab a couple of packs. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, when he's when he's at the Awesome Comics podcast table, he's not going to act like this. What? <laughs> well, That's he will act true. like this, but we'll be there to tell you that it's full of shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, honestly, it's like one of those you know, it's like the conventions where you almost feel like you need a badge to say, I was there when it went off crazy. You know what I mean? Mm, it's yeah. like, I know that me, um, P 4P, you know, uh, Pete Davis, you know, that little crowd, will have a, we'll not, a little nod and a wink and know that we were there that weekend. Mm. You know, it's a bit one of those. So it's quite <laughs> nice that, you know.
1: What was the, uh, if there were any, like taking it on the topic, is like uh, masks, hand washing, all that kind of business, you know, the stuff. Yeah, COVID we had... Stuff.
2: Um... We had what we had hand gel on our table, like a big old yeah. bottle, pump bottle, bottle yeah. of it. You know, yeah. um, very few people in the tent had masks on. Okay, um, but it was open to the air. You know, it was all the yeah. sides were open and stuff, okay. so it was like you were. Um, it was pretty much like you were outside. To be fair, when I went into the museum bit, which is the Herbert, where it is, where the other tables were, I always put a mask on there, and most people did have it in there. Oh, fair enough. Um, it. Uh, I actually think we've almost like. Because, you know, Dan, London's full of people wearing masks now, isn't it? Even in the street.
1: I've but, only been up there once since right. the the pandemic. So, and where I went was fucking, it was like a ghost town to where I usually like. But if you go to
2: other towns, it depends mm. on the the sort of the way the town has coped with it and got used to it. In some places, you walk through Coventry and, and I went to, you know, a couple of pubs, nobody even at lunchtime had masks on wow okay um, yeah it was a bit weird they're um, still rocking
1: them out where i am
2: yeah Thomas. and me yeah um well we, we obviously wore them in and out and stuff you know but like it was it was a big marquee it was like being at a wedding where a load of the sides were open i suppose yeah it's
1: kind of yeah uh, i guess any mask well, it's negligible isn't it Us. yeah uh, and a lot of places it's personal choice now isn't it so
2: yeah i did some so- i had some flow tests with me just to in case anyone wanted to, to check, but nobody did sort of thing, you know.
1: Mm. But we oh, had
2: gel on us all the time and we had a big pump on the table and, you know, giving people a squirt of it after we shake hands and stuff. You know, there's a bit of that going on.
1: I guess you yeah. could always, like, every every day after the, the the convention, do a flow test if you wanted, if you were really yeah. up yeah. on it. So have I got it yet on? Yeah. I, I, d- I don't know what the turnaround time is from being in contact with someone to a no, and know test.
3: Enough. Yeah. Uh,
2: so but yeah i'd recommend it i think we'd be, i think we'd do well with the table there i think, mean, guys it would be yeah a nice of community one you know
1: i would like to give that a shot it sounds great yeah. sounds cracking and usually <laughs> the first one's only kind of like you find out what works and what doesn't and then you can kind of build in it from uh there but it sounds like they were firing on all cylinders yeah. as soon as they yeah. started
2: I, was, I can only imagine simon's got some some kind of like organizational skill thing you know where he's done this sort of thing before because it was very well organized
1: oh know. fantastic that sounds
2: yeah. great yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. So leading on from that, I had two questions for you, didn't I? Should we pose yes. them now? Do you think? Should yes, we do that?
0: Yes. Before we get into the, as Dan corrected me, the survey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we we got a, a, two interesting questions to kick off our, our little comic convention debate. Uh, of course, straight at the beginning, the, these is, it's just it just going to be some talk. These are our thoughts and opinions. Nothing. None of this is fact. Um, or, or don't legal. come at us, nothing, no, nothing yeah. we ever do on this show is legal. What, no, uh... <laughs> I think it's a grey area, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a grey area. Um, but yes, yes, take it away, Tony. Kick us
2: off. So, I suppose this is going to lead into something we're going to talk about for next week as well, in a bit as well. So, it's sort of it's almost like we've got a two-parter episode, isn't it? I think, mm. um, because this is something we're going to concentrate on next week as well. But I, it got me thinking, sitting there and on the drive home today, thinking two questions. Who are comic conventions for? Mm. So currently, who are comic conventions for? And then the second question is, who should comic conventions be for? So,
1: yep, yeah, for me, it's really telling that when you ask me that question, my mind fucking frazzles. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know. I couldn't tell you who comic conventions are for. Like, uh, let me let me start
2: it off then, because I've been thinking a bit about it and. I can only compare it to hobbies for other people. So, yeah. for example, a Star Trek convention is for Star Trek fans.
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah. A horror convention is for horror fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, a comic convention should be for comic fans primarily. Mm. Now, the people who are selling at it might not necessarily be that. But I think we've got to the point now where... There's been there's become a real split in this country as to comic conventions are for creators now and okay. not fans of comics.
3: Yeah.
2: Now, if I was a fan of comics and I went to a comic convention and there was no comics to buy, I would feel a bit cheated.
0: Mm. Oh well, I mean, I'm I'm sure. There's many many people listening, or you know we we've been burned by you hear the word comic convention you go and it's a small little event near you you think great and you go yeah. there, and there's not any comic no comics books and it's just you know.
2: But even beyond that, V, I think yeah, you've got a lot of conventions that it seems to be that it's just um you know a snake eating itself of creators buying off each other yeah
1: yeah. So you feel like it should be focused more on like the the punter coming in as opposed to saying yeah. Uh all these creators are going to be from the small press, which outside of the small press, nobody knows who they are. Nobody, yeah. No one knows It's almost like
2: are. I'm a fan, you know, I'm a big Marvel comics fan. I'm going to go to this convention. I want to like engage with my hobby, mm. yeah. you know, and let's face it, Marvel and DC do make up what 95, 96% of all the comics sold in this country, probably.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, I want to engage with my hobby. What is there for me?
3: Yeah. You know? Um, it's,
0: yeah. It's, um, there's different levels of comic convention as well. Um, I mean, for instance, an MCM isn't a comic convention. It's a pop culture convention. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. yeah, Just because it's got a Comic-Con on it, that's by the by. That's just the branding now. Um, but that is a pop culture shopping experience.
2: But yeah. I think on the other end of that, you've got comic conventions that are basically just small press creators turning up to sell their comics.
0: Um yeah. there there has to also be um when you're a small press and indie creator, there's also understanding that it's only gonna go so far. Um I, I think small press and indie creators that I think need the bump of a bigger name. Um do you know what I mean? The joy of a lot of people turning up to see like a Jim Lee at a convention while they're there they might bump into your comic. Yeah. And all of us. Oh, yeah, that's important, might...
2: man. Yeah. yeah. I would I would love to sell to some atomic Hercules to some guy who loved Marvel's Hercules. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to be said for the people that um... <clears throat> do a little bit of shopping with their leftover money after they've come and they've got their originals they've got their signed books from certain cre- and let's face it when it, when it comes to a lot of like you know when you have like the the pro names at these conventions some people will just turn up get what they want from those those pros that they came to see and then they'll fuck off again <laughs> And that yeah. you know what, that's completely their project, fine. you know. Fine by that man, yeah. fine completely by that. Fine. Yeah. If you want to do that, that's fine. But then you are not but owed you also get a percentage of those people, don't you, who do that and they've got a little bit left and so I'm just gonna have a wander around the Yeah, well I'm corner. in it now.
2: I am as well fucking have a look around. Yeah. I yeah. 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 I, comp- I compare it to the horror convention where people go along to buy, you know, horror movies and you know, meet the the stars and the directors, but there's someone's made a fan movie. Yeah. You know, like a little Jason Vajores yeah. fan movie. Yeah. And someone buys that. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a fan movie, but it can be like, I've made. oh, I've made my own horror movie, and I've got a table at this convention. Maybe you'd like that too. I think we concentrate a little bit too much on the small press. We've we said this before, that this country is becoming a small press convention-centric. Once you get outside of the pop culture stuff, it's all about the small press now, and it, it's too small a puddle these days.
1: Mm.
2: We need to reach out uh, a
1: it. Uh, yeah, uh, you're right. Because the uh, 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 I want di- my comics to be read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yeah.
2: The difficult we all, difficulty we
0: also have is comics are an ever evaporating puddle in some ways. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it
1: is. It speaks to the larger problem, doesn't it? it you might you be. Know,
0: as we, as we uh, yeah, <clears throat> as we've discussed on the show many times, the the big two or the big professional comics aren't necessarily as you know they're not as big as they were. Um, so there's a real there's levels of it, isn't it? I think. Um, back to your questions, Tony. I, I think. I think, uh, yeah, comic comic conventions should be for. I uh, in total agreement. Like I say, they should be for comic fans. Um, yeah, and um, and you can be a fan of
2: all kind of comics. Web comics can yeah, be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, a comic uh, and and fair play to anyone running any kind of comic festival or or comic convention, and your heart's in it, and you're not in it for the money. Uh, <laughs> mm. Shout out to all you people out there. Um, also, to answer the second question they should also be appealing to everyone. Do you know what I mean? They, they yeah, should be that's... open to everyone. Yeah, it, they are for comic fans, but there shouldn't be a,
1: I mean, oh, this no, is for us, be a this isn't yeah. for you. Yeah. I think that... Yeah, that's... if you saw this like, in the local press, a family like, will go down the comic convention today yeah. and you know you're going to be all right down there. There's yeah. going to be... Yeah,
2: and that's what was today, actually. That's what was this weekend. Yeah. And that was going to be... Actually, interesting to say that, because that was my next thing, is to say that I think... And there was absolutely loads of families at this thing today, yeah. which is brilliant. It's not yeah. brilliant for my sales, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's I would rather about, yeah, we had yeah, the yeah. families there than not. Yeah. I think it's yeah. great. And I think he did reach out, Simon, to the community. And everyone was, you know, looking around. Do families buy comics? So. In general terms?
0: Um, I think it's, it's sometimes it's the turnover of uh, like... And I've seen it. The parents are there, and the parents aren't comics fans. But yeah. if they approach your table and their kid is interested, and you engage They're both, and you engage hmm. both, yeah, and um, you you can. Converts into sales. I, I hate using that term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so cold, but it, yeah. it does. It does. It's a. As you know long as you I mean?
2: do it in a nice way, I think. Yeah. As long as you like. Oh, yeah. these are fun. You, you know. You yeah. got. Did you? How long was your journey here? If you wanted to, to read something on the way back, then this would probably be pretty fun, and it's a pretty reasonable price. But up to you. You know, I'm not. I hate hard yeah. selling. I hate also, it. Yeah,
0: because also you know? like the, the whole. Um, we are selling sometimes. is like I, I'm a sucker for a nice person as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah. And um, yeah, me too. I mean, the kids probably aren't going to care. They're going to look at, like, the cool comics and your cool characters and, like, the artwork and they're going to be bought into that. They'll probably, as soon as they pick it up, they've got an idea that they want it anyway and then they'll try and talk their parents into, buy- <laughs> into buying it. <laughs> yeah. But the parents are the ones... hold A lot of the time... you got the money. Lot, yeah. So you've yeah. you, you got, you got to be... <laughs> you really got to engage with them as well, haven't you? Yeah. Because you win them over and then you've, uh, you've won the kid's pocket money. Anyway. Do you know what?
2: If the kid comes over and the parents, you know... To, you know maybe they ain't got enough money on them to buy it or whatever you know it's a it's an expense that they don't really need you know to run a family in the current climate yeah i don't mind giving them a badge or something and letting them walk yeah. away happy. yeah i'm as yeah, happy so. as that yeah. you know as if i'd sold one there yeah. you know yeah
0: the, kid, the kids they walk can... away with a poster or
1: badges and things like that if they yeah. got a positive got connotation from coming here that's yeah like... yeah
2: I think it depends on your product. I think, um, for example, oh, it does us no good. It, there's certain sort of indie, indie in cruise that it does no good to. But it's good to see, and you know, if we can convert one out of hundred, then we're doing all right, aren't we? Mm. But I mm. think um, just just aiming it at a community thing, you know, it's a family event. You're not going to sell many. Mm. I think I think mm-hmm. you need to spread bet the invite. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We kind of need that kind of the bigger name, so we can kind of latch on underneath, like.
2: Yeah, we're where s- Marvel and DC at these
1: things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then they don't seem, they don't seem that bothered. They don't. That's pure They're conjecture not. by me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. they, don't, they don't seem to give a fuck. Yeah. Like um, all the big conventions we see, you would have thought that they had these mass, like you'd have great big Marvel uh, stand pumping out fucking those essential books at a discount price or the DC doing something similar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, just yeah. getting the comics out there, like, this is kind of like indoctrination and brainwashing.
0: But uh, I think a lot of the times you only, you only see something like that, probably like um, an MCM, where they'll just have a booth, they can run it like a shop, and then.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, yeah, like a Panini
0: three for, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I thought, yeah, I, th- I think when we yeah. actually did MCM that year, there was a couple of stands like that, wasn't it? Like, t- yeah, like yeah. you say, three for two, that kind of thing. Well, that so.
1: LS, London Supercomic Con, we were doing that with the fucking Valiant. They were doing, like, a ridiculous sale. Yeah. Yeah. We've got oh, loads yeah. of books. Oh yeah,
0: they totally mugged us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. will have that yeah, one. That great. one and that one, please.
1: Yeah. It was in it like five books for twenty quid or something. Yeah. yeah. Thank so I, really I just cheap. don't
2: under- I don't understand these conventions that run conventions and we don't have people like that along.
3: Mm.
2: You know, even some of the bigger conventions these days barely have any back issues. And I understand the problem with dealers. Dealers apparently it's I've heard anecdotally off a couple of people try and get a free table and yeah. you know don't want to pay for it and all this sort of thing but you know well, i think
1: yeah they they got to fucking understand that like they want to run a business and you're gonna to have to pay money to have that table i don't understand yeah
2: i think it does if improve you... the convention experience if you can you know buy a load of 50p back issues or something you know
1: that's fine but even like a yeah. nominal amount like for the day the, the idea of getting one gratis is a bit yeah come on mate you're I... gonna fucking you might do well here eh?
2: i do think there's very few. Um small press creators who make their money back anymore. I think it's becoming an increasingly expensive hobby.
0: Shit, people make their money back?
2: Yeah, I know, that's right. I've <laughs> very few people do it, don't they? I mean if you think if you factor in the price of petrol, couple nights in a hotel and the table fee, you've got to sell a lot of comics and I, Wait, I bet like, you
1: don't. Yeah, yeah. Thought bubble for me is going to be a jolly. Like, yeah,
2: same with me. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's like I'm not considering oh am I going to make a load of money here. But, but with that because in mind, I can't... though with
0: yeah. that in mind i think and certainly like many creators for a lot of these bigger conventions like i'm you know i'm going there and you know obviously have my books out but it's always a good time catching up with people that's great but also if if you're just going to hang out with your mates why have you um fucking got a table when from someone else who who could be at that table and actually put effort into it everyone has to put effort into it i think do you know what I mean? it's oh yeah you want to you want oh, yeah, to sell yeah. them it's, it's i mean we just, want to sell them yeah. but you're
2: not going to you know
1: yeah. yeah i want to be there to sell books but the, I, I could sell all the stock i've got and that wouldn't fucking cover yeah yeah the money yeah, that's yeah, up yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: which makes me wonder is it becoming a, a hobby that we'll see people in for, um, and well, i've already seen this we'll see people in for maybe three or four years until they realize well it's just a really expensive way of burning money you know
1: yeah, a lot of people I've seen a lot of people in the small press industry the small press in, not industry, but like they've sort of like we do well and then they've kind of realized, fuck yeah. me, this is a grind yeah. and there's no fucking money in it. And yeah. It's and a lot of people, it's frustrating when you see people come in with this, I've got a screenplay and I'm gonna transform it into a comic and this is how we're gonna make it. It's oh like, they come and go so quickly, don't they? Though? Yeah, that you're that gonna thing, yeah. you're gonna be come and gone. It's not you're not done the fucking groundwork here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um there's it's so much importance on new readers that I think, and, and getting your book out to people that you don't know, and um, that's always like what I'm looking for. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking yeah. for, I'm looking for the books from creators that I don't know. Do you know what I mean? When I'm when I'm walking, when I'm stalking the halls of a convention, I'm trying to I'm trying to discover at least like you know two books minimum that I've never, I don't know anything about any of that, you know, I discover uh, a creative team. That's always, that's mm. always what I want to come away from, discovering something new. Because that's, you know, the Indian small press world, that's, that's what it's about. People trying things, trying, trying new things. And like, the only, yeah. the only way we all grow um, is if we don't cannibalize uh, ourselves. Everyone's got to, you know, we've gotten to this point because everyone's sort of pushing everyone else up. Um
1: but mate, the the quality's there. The fucking books you see coming out of the small press. Yeah,
0: yeah, some so,
1: bit. Uh, yeah, like the the yeah. battle badges, the uh, La Mariposa. Yeah, it's like this. Like if they could, this could find the audience, there would be just a way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, there's a lot though. I remember I saw I saw someone open a book today as I walked past, and I, I literally sort I had to turn my head away.
1: <laughs> Fuck. <fine. laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's the old thing, isn't it? Like anyone can do it, but should everyone do it? It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a tricky one. Yeah, it's a funny situation. Comics, you but...
0: should make comics. If you want to make comics, you should make comics. There you go. Yeah,
2: just try and learn and do them well.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the, not so to say don't make comics. but
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah look, learn about comics. But the, uh, I think, I think the numbers will dwindle as people because there's a lot of people for you know previous years who thought. Oh, I can do a comic. That's a good way to make money. I can do a comic. Comics are big, aren't they? Then I can get a movie, and and you see these people in it for the wrong reason, and you see them sort of like you've most a lot of them are the, you know, the movie script guys or the yeah. people who set up a small company because they think it can, you know can translate into a, an HBO series or something, and they do dwindle away and they disappear away. I think we are at the point now where for every convention we do as a table, we basically pay, use our own money and lose our own money doing it, don't we? Really? Yeah. You know.
1: I
3: mean, I, hotels, the, Airbnb's—they're
2: not cheap, you
1: know. I think the model for it is that you should look at uh, an online thing, like you did with uh, Tribute Press. You fund yourself with the Kickstarters. You keep this money kind of ticking in, and the uh, appearing at cons is like a, a PR thing in a way of trying to yeah. just get get some audience. You might not, you might not, you might not see online and stuff, but
3: yeah. the majority is- of
1: comic buyers are going to be able to get your product through uh, the post. Yeah.
2: Or as Falpe said, as he turned up, you know, late after his, uh, you know, two hours sleep, yeah. getting the tribute brand out there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> brand. By talking shit in a bar that we did, you know.
1: Brand awareness. <laughs> yeah.
2: we, had a, we had this curry, right? And um, it was me, Forpe, Falpe, um, Pete Davis and Dave Hingley. And Dave Hingley was between me and Pete Davis. And I think, I don't know if Dave's quite quiet or just, just was utterly confused at us all shouting at each other for two hours during a curry. Yeah,
1: as you do yeah (laughs) I always kind of get a bit like when we talk about it and it's like oh fuck me it's all doom and gloom but uh, I feel feel like we we can kind of change it you know what I mean we can kind of put the work in and and make a difference yeah Uh, I think so yeah Yeah. I mean the fucking the sales are like the dog man and the manga stuff the readers are out there
2: Oh, mate, I was pushing the pod. There was a number of people going, I said, Oh, we've got a small press. Oh, have you? What's that? You know, there'll be people listening to this for the first time because of this oh, weekend. And welcome, and that's only really spreading welcome love. Welcome you know, to yeah. the show. Um, as to yeah.
0: Um, as we always say to new listeners, it's not always this bad. Sometimes it's pretty. No, it's hard. Sometimes it's it gets hard even listeners. worse. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Sometimes it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> We're aiming for mediocre, and one day, God damn it, we'll get there. Yeah. Reach for the stars <laughs> and all that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh dear. But um, well, I mean, with that in mind, uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is like obviously with Thought Bubble um sort of approaching fast is um I, I always I love um it's like going to a music festival. When I when um when I used to do that back in the day. Um <laughs> I would I would see the list of bands and then I'd check out the ones I don't know, and I'd listen to some bands and see which ones I wanted to check out on the day. i do that with comic conventions. i look at the lists, and there's yeah. obviously the certain names of, yeah, got to get their new book by that, and got to get a new book by that, and blah, blah, blah. But there's also, like, let's see what ones I can dis- discover, and, like, mm. new creators. And, um, you know, that, I mean, our Thought Bubble special last year, a lot of those new voices came about because I was, I was shopping literally on the pages. Um, and I, I, it's always fun to do that. And I highly recommend like step beyond Yeah, uh, what you know. I,
3: think. Yeah,
2: I do worry it's that we're I mean, it's sort of what Pat Mill says. I worry that we're moving away from it being a mass medium to being this sort of cliquey thing. Mm. Yeah. And I want, I want the guys who enjoy, enjoy Spider-Man comics and stuff mm. to enjoy it, you know, and come to these conventions and get something out of it as I did when I was a teenager.
1: Yeah. 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 It was, uh, like you, T. I think kind of going to these things was like fucking hell. It was real yeah. indie heroes. And I was just, this is amazing to be around all these creative people. Who are yeah. look, There's a the copy same thing of, you
2: know, Spider-Man annual one or something I'd never seen before yeah. in the flesh. And yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an art form. There's a reason it's called an art form. Um, and I think no matter what genre of comic you make, you should never, never make judgment of, judgments or look down upon any other type of comic. And I I, I feel that there there is that on both sides, you we, know, the, We've had that
2: before. We've had the oh I don't really read superhero comics. Yeah, we hear yeah, that all the time, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. One ridiculous nonsense.
0: And some of the are,
2: best comics ever made are superhero comics.
0: Yeah. And mm. but yeah. you know, at the same time you also get people who read superhero comics like, Oh, I don't read anything else if it's not superhero comics. And it's like Sometimes everyone's biting off their nose to spite their face. Um, yeah, but Dan yeah.
2: Dan makes superhero comics in the small press scene. You know, they dig that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's your audience, yeah. Dan, isn't it? The people yeah. who you know, were buying Marvel yeah. UK stuff and stuff like that. You know, they'll be they're an easy sell for you.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. not to be real, I, I make the comics that I I used to really like enjoy enjoy reading, and yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people did too. And I don't, they seem to me to be vastly underserved nowadays. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I don't mean by the small press. I'm saying it's just those stories of adventures and heroes and drama and action. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Not sort of yeah. the current hot topic political issue that mm. you're going to get smashed over the head with. Uh, yeah. I sound like a grumpy old. There's fucking so, there's so m- <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it, like like comics now. There's so much available to everyone. We're not the pond anymore. It's the ocean and, you can, and it's easy to get lost. And
1: um, uh,
0: I, I think. Bri- sometimes
1: I, it... Go on, Dan. You know, I was fucking moaning. Well, I read that Batman 89, uh, the first yeah. one. I was like, oh, it's not really my cup of tea. It doesn't feel like Batman. Oh, when I got that Batman 89, I thought, I'm going to get back and be brought back into the Burton, all dark and gothic. And mm. it's just going to be fun. Another ride. In the... And it, the first issue was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. But against what better wishes, I've got, like, the second issue. And then, uh, like... <laughs> you addict, you, Yeah.
0: I glad I, for punishment, someone it, it sort
1: of brings up, like, kind of uh, how there's... Uh, is it the South Side in Gotham? And how Harvey Dent's from there, and basically it's, like, the black neighbourhood. And it's all, like, the police are, like, really violent to the community there. And Batman doesn't really go there. I was like, where's this fucking come from? <laughs> Why is this in this comic? Like... Uh, this is like a modern day uh, it's not a modern day issue, you know what I mean? But it's like, can you just have some fucking Batman flying around throwing smoke pellets in the Batmobile and stuff rather than sort of like Where, where's the taking Danny on these big bingo Bongo music? Yeah, just <laughs> chatting and slashing up paintings and just the, the dancing the to of... prints. Yeah, I, I was just, oh, God, really? We need to do social issues again in this. Okay. I, was just, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure about going to the second di- the the second edition. I did, and I'm wishing fucking. Added. The art the
2: art put me off a little bit. I think the the yeah. lack of anyone looking like anyone.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can understand you can't have the likeness and stuff, but like the the Batman has great big. They have in the lights. Superman one. Ah, oh, fair enough. I, I, yeah,
2: maybe just couldn't get it off Nicholson or whoever. You know, what I mean, but the the Superman one, from what I'm seeing, looks like it does.
1: That said, yeah. the the Catwoman does look quite like like michelle Pfeiffer, but i think anyone in the costume might do i don't know
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i don't think you would dan
3: yeah if you, give you if that you're that. in the costume yeah, i mean i paid to see it, it man. man judge, judge for yourself it. well yeah lovely Looking forward to that on the slack.
0: next week <laughs> um it's only on the high tiers you get that
3: <laughs>
0: yeah Platinum <level.
2: laughs> and brings forth tears <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yes anyway as we um as we said earlier with comic conventions coming in and obviously the horrible global bastard um, sort of being a major th- part of the world for the past couple of years um, mm. we thought it prevalent we thought Bob were just around the corner to put out a bit of a survey well Dan the Man Butcher ever, ever sort of like a journalist dan you know really getting the heart of the matter and like getting information that people get into the nub of
2: it yeah oh, yeah you love a bit of nub. data people yes. love a bit of data don't we they? love data from this
0: show i mean 324 four episodes before you know how much we love data. <laughs> <laughs> um but um dan if you want to talk us through um the survey and kick us off
1: yeah well i thought since we've got the uh we had the meanwhile con come up and mm. uh meanwhile commentary we've got thought bubble just around the corner and lakes, uh, lakes is off- and lakes mm. yes and any number of there's a bath comic con next week is that right oh, yes. oh is it okay uh, yeah who knows <laughs> oh that's <laughs> the one the the that bar- the
2: woman out of gladiators is, is that the jet yes yeah. yes
1: <laughs> oh joe i'm just I'm, joe i'm just <laughs> going out to the shop, so gone. shops i'll come with you oh, no, no, no it's
2: all right no, don't need, i'll sort it you you rest darling I
0: am. I am not. I'm not adding any credence to what you're saying. I can neither confirm nor deny Northern. that this will be accurate.
1: <laughs> so, on the uh, awesome comic uh, podcast social media uh, various the various channels, uh, I put together a uh, quick survey called uh, Confever. No, I didn't call it Confever. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, the Awesome Comics Podcast survey conventions. A matter, a small matter of COVID, and we asked. Uh, listeners and anyone who saw the survey uh a few questions about how they feel uh attending comic cons and comic cons coming back with the pandemic wasn't there and then yes.
0: um, everyone and there was some comments from people wasn't there um yeah. do we just want do we want to go through um each one individually and then, then cover, how do we want to do this?
1: Okay, yeah. Well, I guess we got roughly just under 150 responses. So Thank you to, thank you to everyone yeah. no, yes. um,
0: who obviously um, gave us your thoughts and voted and stuff. Um, the whole point of, of something like this is is to gather information, see what the feeling is like from the people that actually are going to these conventions or, you know, you lovely people that love comics and stuff. Yeah. Um, because all of us have, you know, we've got the excitement and we've also got the worries and, you know, about information is the most important thing when it comes to issues yeah. like this mm. so yeah so, so the um...
1: first question was how happy stroke confident are you in attending or tabling at a comic con within the next six months and the answers were either very confident confident unsure or extremely unsure and the kind of the breakdown on this was uh quite interesting mm. uh okay. we got very confident came in at 12 percent confident came in at 35.2 unsure came in at 30.3 and extremely unsure came in 22.5 and uh you had a nice sort of breakdown for this didn't you Tony or well, an observation yeah well it's
2: so, it, you know you can make what <clears throat> you will of statistics can't you you know it's one of those sort of yeah. things and to to interpret you know this sort of survey but if you just divide it into two to com- the confident area and the unsure area then the unsures win it very slightly yeah so the biggest one was that people were confident mm. but if you split it into co- the two confidence against the two unsures most people were uh, by a small margin most people were unsure yeah. which is interesting and lot relative... of our audience do do conventions
1: mm. it's yeah. quite split like
2: yeah really is split just yeah.
1: off the middle i would say it, it ticks over to and un- people who are unsure but yeah that's that's interesting i didn't I wasn't sure what I was expecting of that. What about you, Vince? How how did you feel that I was going to fall, if you was going to call that? I,
0: th- I find these like fascinating as as well, um, especially in this this area because like purely day to day experience of of life. If you're just going to the shops or anything like that, and I'm sometimes I'm unsure about just going to a fucking Tesco's at the moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so with with Comic Cons, I, I think it's um, I can. I think what I can say about all of, I think across the board, um, I think these results are understandable. Um yeah. I don't think any of them are like oh, these people are crazy. None of them are like that. I can, I can understand. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of uncertainty out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think. There's a lot. There's a lot of un- yeah. uncertainty. Lot of yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty. Some of it is misplaced uncertainty. There's also a lot of confidence, and some of that is misplaced confidence. Um, you know, it's it's fifty. Uh, you know, there's. I think everyone has to be careful, obviously, but I totally understand.
2: And very confident Those was by far the smallest. Yes, of yeah. the three quarter of the three yeah. quarters and or oh, the four quarters on this, wasn't it? Yeah. It really yeah. was. Yeah,
1: only twelve percent. That one. I mean, if yeah. I was going to answer, and I won't press you guys for your answer, I'd probably put unsure because okay. I'm not. I'm I'm pretty much on the line. I'm not kind of like oh fuck, I'm really concerned about this. Yeah. Then I'm not all the way. Oh yeah, there's I, no problem would, here whatsoever. I would
0: say. I would say Dan. I'm the same as you, um, and don't don't get don't get me wrong. I can't wait mm. for Thought Bubble and to hang out with these boobers. same, yeah, mm. <laughs> these absolute ding dongs for, <laughs> for a couple of days. It's, it's going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see you lovely people talk about comics and like do everything. And I, I know they're they're putting an hell of a lot of work um, for it. Um, just from a personal perspective, I'm just unsure about it because I'm unsure about a lot of things. I think I think yeah. it's just natural and there, there is a you know um certainly I as a person I'm I'm going back into work back into the office now um I'm no longer working from home hmm. and um I've gotten used to the rhythm of it and like um you know obviously being careful taking taking things sensibly um and the but the first week I first week or two I did it there was real fucking social anxiety like I was not I was in a bad place for a couple of weeks, okay. I, just, I didn't. I my head. I just couldn't get my head to it. I was okay. It was it was, it was nerve a bit nerve wracking. Do you know what I mean? Just to go from like these different yeah. sort of to go from nothing to everything. It's an assault on the senses sometimes. And as we all know, with conventions, conventions themselves can be an assault on the senses anyway. Um, you know, can
2: can I say then, as someone who slightly is sort of too st- in the sort of timeline of going to conventions and a couple of steps ahead of you guys, definitely because I've now yeah. done one. I feel very confident. Okay, because I've done it and I've thrown myself into the deep end, and we've all done it, and we've come away, and we're happy. Yeah, is and that, I but feel... that's
0: also your experience of how things have been um, placed and been. You know, the, is it all those precau- You know, the the precautions or the structuring, what's the the organisation of these events? The way these people have handled these sort of things has. Giving you extra confidence has put your mind at ease about some things
2: maybe i mean there's no secret i was extremely poorly a few weeks ago mm. and um i didn't think i'd get there you know genuinely the, the night that i was in hospital there was no way i thought i'd make it to a convention and with a bit of rest and stuff but even in that sort of slightly pummeled state i um i was all right i, I was happy everyone was laughing there's was big smiles it was a hmm. couple of people came around with masks on and then came back without masks on because they realised we we're in this sort of open air environment. Um I'm I'm I'd do it again tomorrow, put it that way. Okay. Yeah, Fair I'm not confident yeah. around it. But I think that's because I've sort of got you know, I've jumped in the You've scene with my shoulders yeah. under. Do you know what I mean? It's like that, you know. Yeah.
1: Mine's I think yeah. the unsureness where I'm coming from is because I've not not
2: Yeah. yeah I've yeah. not
1: even fucking been back into I've only been back into the office once since lockdown. Yeah and let's so face kind of, it, it it's this uncertainty
2: yeah i think and let's face it it's not necessarily just about the fact that you might catch covid a lot of it is we we're, we're, we're sort of slightly socially inept these days aren't we because we don't interact with people face to face as much mm. and yeah, um yeah there's something about me thought you know what we're like for chatting at tables you know all we do all day is we get a sore throat don't we at the, at the end of the day yeah because we yeah. just talking nonstop. Yeah. And and part of me thought well oh, can i get back into that you know is it you know, cause there's some people come to the table and usually I leave them to Vince, but they can be utterly boring and you kind of got to make conversation <laughs> and, and uh, you, you kind of think, Oh Christ, can I really do that? And you can, man, you can. Yeah. It's yeah. not been that long with the same people. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I think would be my advice. Okay. You'll be fine. Mm. Yeah. Come to our table. Um, and there's some people that I've never met in real life. I've only ever met them on, you know, drink and drawers or zooms and stuff and big smiles. As soon as we see them, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Don't, don't worry That's about true. it. Yeah. Nah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think when you when you in in that sort of like I say, it's not until when you jump into the water you realise you can swim. That kind of thing, isn't it? Um, yeah,
2: yeah. It's not as cold as you think it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Um Yeah. I went to a wedding the uh, the other weekend. Didn't know anyone. It was lovely. Food was absolutely fucking cracking.
2: Do you get trashed? Uh, no. Just...
0: Uh, no, I didn't. I was driving. Ugh. Do
3: you
2: know what I mean?
0: But you know me. I'm a man of the people. What about so any? Did I we get away any with with a of fans? Hey
2: any wind <laughs> fire any moonwalking any dancing well
0: did me, you catch the
2: bouquet did you catch the bouquet
0: well yeah um, he's elbowing uh, people out of the way oh, yeah, yeah the I absolutely nutted someone in <laughs> order to get it yeah um, and then I told Joe it was time to leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> right time to go get your bag yeah yeah right let's right, through same. the bouquet um, get the car started and I'll be with you in a minute <laughs> 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 I'm going to be throwing elbows <laughs>
2: I've got, I've, got a pocket, I've got a pocket full of sandwiches. We'll right for tomorrow, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> so, uh, should we roll on to the uh, yeah, next yeah, question? Yeah. S-
0: second one. Okay.
1: Second one. So, uh, I asked, uh, we asked, do you think documentation of being double jabbed should be necessary to in order to gain entry to uh, an event?
2: This was the biggest uh, landslide, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, we had yes, no, or maybe. And the yeses came in at sixty-seven point one, the noes twelve point six, and the maybes twenty point three. Okay, uh, which is fairly kind of. I would say yes. Yeah,
0: I'm just gonna say straight up. I'd say yes.
2: Uh, yeah, of course. I've no problem with that. I've got it written on a card in my pocket. I have yeah, it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I, it I've doesn't got, really. Got... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me too much. Too much. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've got really mixed feelings about this one. Uh, I, I don't really know where i stand standing I at mean, myself.
0: I, I think because of this whole, um, you know, with COVID and everything, the, the, sometimes uh, the the grander populace they're all thinking, "Well, I'm fine." Yeah, but you're not just thinking about you. That's the whole point. Um, and and if just showing a card to say you got two jabs makes other people feel better, then fucking do it. Do you know
2: I'm I mean? I'm with you, man. I think as well. I think we live. Everyone's like, this is you know, this is restraining my sort of social, my my you know, democratic freedom. I mean, yeah. to prove stuff, you just paid to park, you know, you just <laughs> yeah. kept to the speed limit, you know, you didn't shoplift in fucking the news agents, you know, yeah. it's just another rule of society. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. And and to be honest, I think if um, events have these things in place and they clearly say these things in place, don't fucking argue with them about it. It's, it's yeah. because you, you know, don't be a dick. It's as simple as that, you know. If you, if you haven't, if you can't prove it, then it's, it sucks. Or if you haven't got it, then you won't be allowed in, you know. If, if, if there's rules to think, rules are there for a reason. Everyone loves fun, and there's nothing more fun
1: than safe I fun. Think I've got like I still got that card <laughs> in my wallet. I think, but I don't know. How would you go about proving you have had the jabs? That's not you, a fake. You, you mean? You, yeah, if you didn't have, say you lost that card, you didn't hang on to it, or whatever reason. And you think, oh shit! I've got isn't to prove there, to.
2: Stuff it depends app? where you are in the country, isn't it? There's ways of doing it with apps and stuff now, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: Right I think Okay. Yeah. So there should. There are ways of getting it. I think you can get it off your doctor, can't you? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. If you do, for... if you do forget your card, there's surely, you know, people go out and forget their cards, or if they're, on... they're bloody cardboard, so someone's put them in their pocket and then fucking put it in the wash, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. There, there is other. Just, ways.
2: just photocopy your mates. No,
1: don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah it used to be your tip extra name out, but like we're photoshop wizards now don't need to do that, yeah. yeah yeah,
0: so once again i i understand I completely understand the results to this one, okay,
1: so what was the next one I forgot now oh, this yeah. one uh do you think holding a comic con in the next six months is ill considered stroke reckless
0: no, they always oh. use the word reckless down <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Put for for the cat among the pigeons. Yeah. That's, uh
0: we've got
1: that's... yes, no, maybe again we've got uh no forty two percent, yes twenty one percent, and maybe thirty seven point one percent. Well, that's
2: a really a really weird split to me, I think. Yeah. It's nice that the you know, no is so big. But there's there's a lot of other a lot of other colour space in that circle, yeah. isn't there, you know? And yeah, the
1: like, maybes are yeah, big.
0: I think yeah. it's also it's very interesting. Because um, pretty much across the board, they, they, there's the same amount of re- responses for all of these. Um, I think there's one less on the first one. Um, yeah. And it's the same sort of group of people that are answering these questions. Um, so when you put that third one up against that first one, it's, it's the unsure, you know, it's, it's people are unsure about things isn't it? yeah i think, no, yeah. I, I think across the board, people are unsure about a lot of things anyway because it's all about information people don't know where they are a lot of the time
2: i think it's... maybe it's important to say here V, as well is it at this point because you know the world of covid is now our sort of regular news cycle isn't it you know yeah. and i think it's worth mentioning at the moment we are not in any form of lockdown there are certain rest- restrictions going on and the delta variant is on the rise again
0: God, yeah. I tell you what, there's so many variants. Yeah. So like when people look back, comic boom, isn't it? Fucking America, yeah, 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 like yeah,
2: yeah. But at the moment, we're anything between 200 and something, and maybe 50 deaths a day at the moment. Yeah, it so can... it's is, it is a time of uncertainty. For anyone who goes yeah. back and listens to this episode at a later date, you know they'll go, oh, well, it's all phone You know, but this yeah. is this is where we sit. At the we can only yeah.
1: comment on what's going on at the moment. Yeah. I mean, they they said that thing about the winter working, haven't they? Like they might change it, or which as if everyone starts gearing back to go into the office and sets it up, and then, like, oh, actually, we need to get everyone back home working again. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, oh, fuck me. That's a... Uh, I said my heart goes out to event organisers because mm. at the moment things t- seem to be able to change Yeah. over a weekend. Especially if it's your job. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very tough.
0: Yeah, you're standing on ice. that's uh, constantly moving, really, aren't you? So it's it's really... Um, yeah, fair play. Let's
2: face it, I could have died coming out of the car park today. So that's fine.
0: Was that because that that mad bloke? It was um... mad
2: bloke wanted me to die. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, actually no, he yeah. ran away and said you were dead. Yeah,
1: that's right. And didn't I he didn't say do him you, a favour. You, you will die. That's all. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that's,
1: you're that's psychic, a mate. shit insult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're gonna yeah. get old.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that hurts.
1: You should have said, uh, hey, mate. Everyone, everyone wants to go to heaven. No one wants to get dead. That's a screw face from Mark for Death there. Oh, right, <laughs> Jeez, okay. Jesus was go. <laughs> 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 That was so specific, I thought he's just quoted something there. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't even think that Seagal wrote that line. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm going to take you to the bank.
3: Blood bank.
1: <laughs> I remember that one when uh he's facing <laughs> off against that mob man and the mob guys. I'm Jimmy fucking fingers and I'm a made fucking man. And Seagal shoots him in the head and said, God made men. It was that? Like, that probably sounded good in your head, but it doesn't really make any... him
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's that famous story, isn't there? Of, I can't remember. Who's, who plays the sidekick in Dread? You know, he's um male gigolo, European gigolo, that bloke. Oh,
1: uh, hey, Another uh, one I mean. Yeah, Rob Snyder.
2: Rob Snyder. Yeah. He tells a story, apparently, where he walked through the lot in Hollywood, yeah. and he finds Steven Seagal sitting on a step crying. And he says to him, what's up? And he went, I've just read the greatest script ever written. <laughs> And he says, "Oh, wow, Okay. Who wrote that?" And he went, "I did."
3: <laughs> oh,
0: God. Some people think that about their comics probably as well, don't they? Yes, I think you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I think the results, uh, especially if <laughs> off the Segal back to the pie charts, um, <laughs> I think it is obviously people on certain of things so it's real clarity of information is what people need and want yeah um from things um which is one reason why um next week we'll be, we'll be getting a bit more information about something. yes that's the but plan we'll get, we'll very get, interesting we'll, we'll get into that in a bit um we did any comments there you yes want to read there, was a f- there was a bunch of yeah. responses dan if you want to pick out a couple um thank you to well, everyone that, that did do the responses we're not going to read them all out otherwise this would be the entire show and we'd be like no. points of view which isn't what do the you show want to
1: if I read one, do you guys want to take a look for and, and pick out a couple? Okay, because yeah. Not, yeah you, I can I just, can I just pick one out
2: to start with and say, whoever wrote, yeah, I sure. need money, dot, 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 not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> need the money. Uh, I'll
1: go on. So, so,
0: so, so, so it's, it, just to clarify before we start, um, before the responses, it said, if you answered in the negative to the questions above, when would you consider attending a Comic-Con and why? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Take it away,
1: Dan. Uh, There's 80 responses, so a lot that's of good. people responded here. Uh, and they're all anonymous. I don't know who filled these in. Mm. So uh, i got one that said, uh, that's tough to say. On one hand, I do understand the whole we need to learn to live with it" argument. But I also think that the rates going up and the talk of a booster jab becoming more prominent, it just feels very, very risky to put a lot of people together in a hall-stroke convention centre when even masks aren't mandatory by law anymore. I presume this is going to be more UK-centric, this... Uh, The results we've got here.
2: Yeah, there were a few. I know there's a few U.S. people, and I got um, retweeted out to some U.S. accounts in it. Yeah. Hmm. Jim, do you you want me to do one? Or
1: yeah, go for it. Go for it.
2: So, um, so this person would attend after we have 95% national vaccination, and cases have been falling for at least four months. That's quite quite a large statement, that one.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know when that would be. I guess it's literally that person would wait to see that. So
2: that happen. point, and, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and like, uh, just to piggyback off that, there was uh, someone who said, I would consider attending a Comic-Con when the pandemic is actually over. Um, and I think this brings to a point that I, I believe um, this is the new normal. Like, there's so many people It's like think, flu, isn't it? It's not going like, be like return- the flu jam, I think. When yeah. it normal, it's not going to return... We're not returning to the world we had before. We're not. I don't think mm. um, we, we maybe get to that same sort of rhythm, but we'll still have all you know, we'll still have vaccinations and jabs and all that kind of casual thing. sex. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just gonna be us at thought bubble. Our, our table. <laughs> I'm very um, casual about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes he doesn't even know it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I've got one here that's quite interesting. I think convention organisers are damned if they do and damned if they don't. Um, yeah. which is interesting, they've been cut off from financial support at this point, so some of them can't afford to not run the show. What does that mean? I'm not sure if I know what that means. So they've been cut off from financial support at this point. So some well, of them... Basically they've got aren't. no
1: money coming in.
2: So they so. need to run... So what they're saying is they're running them because they need to run them for financial reasons. Yeah. Oh, I'd be interested to know what conventions they're thinking of. Because okay. um, a lot of conventions over here obviously run with, you know, arts funding and Stuff like that yeah. as well, you know. Okay, interesting. got one
1: here. Considering we're Maycon of the year, True Believers has already announced it's not happening next year, 2022 at the earliest. But for megacons like MCM or similar, I'd need some pretty hard evidence uh, of both pro- COVID protocols and enforcement of them to even think about going back yeah. uh, I anytime don't, I,
0: soon. I'm, I'm, I'm totally... Um, I have no information about this, completely uninformed. But um, just personally, I'm a bit worried that that's not going to be Structured enough, it's not going to be taken seriously. No matter how many times they say, "Oh yes, we'll be doing this," it's such a massive event that it's so much is going to slip through. I think. Um, MC, yeah. a funny one. Um, there's one here that said, "I believe that 2023." would be a better indicator the talk of booster shots is growing so 2022 would be the year to really have it become a consistent thing similar to the flu shot and 2023 might be the fairer option to work with
2: yeah okay i've got one here would prefer to see screens at tables as we see in cafes etc contactless Mm -hmm. payment everywhere masks and proof of vaccination not difficult to adhere to to arrange or adhere to but this is england so no doubt it'll just be doors open and don't tell me what to do, et cetera, et cetera. I think the, (laughs) it says cynical from Croydon, but the, uh, yeah, the, I mean, ideally there's a lot of that going on in that I think would be ideal. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of the things we had is we, we had comics out on stands that people could read and then they obviously purchased one, you know, that wasn't the reader copy. Yeah. We did have gloves available at the table, but nobody really took up on that. Um, I think having the screen in front of your product's very difficult. It's not like I'll have a you know cappuccino and a croissant, you know, you, mm. you sort of it's a browsing um, things. It?
0: Was there a lot of uh reader copies and you kept all the stock behind the table, that kind of thing?
2: We had reader copies on little stands mm. and then piles behind them if you sit on yeah. I mean.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um
0: which I think is I think is the way to go. Um you have your sacrificial lambs. As it were, yeah, yeah. Um, which you have, which you have to have, and most of the time, if you've got a, if you've got the book out of the front of the, the s- table anyway, unless, in the past, unless it was your last book, you're giving them a fresh copy. That's normally what I would do. They, they yeah, would, I would don't get yeah. the book yeah, that's on the why, table, yeah. It's like here, here, have a fresh one. Um, yeah, so it just makes sense. Yeah,
1: we've got one here that's interesting. Uh, having attended and helped run Pride CAF, C A F. Uh, it's all about how to treat how uh, people treat it as a person attending i would still wear a mask keep my distance where possible and use hand sanitizer often have some good signs to remind people to keep their distance and keep hands clean have people behind the tables keeping their distance and wear a mask if it makes them feel safer mm. uh, i'm personally looking forward to attending thought bubble as a visitor but i'm also very aware that the risk that brings and uh, we be hoping to minis- minimize that where possible i hope that helps it does mm. yeah. yeah yeah i uh, do you think it's kind of onus on uh, con goers now, uh, con convention organisers, to say this is the precautions we'll be taking. This is what we expect of people. I I, like
0: th- it. I think so. Almost yeah. on a board outside as well. Yeah. I think you need to Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. And then, um, because there's only so much that a convention organizer can do during the day, you know, clearly state it. But then, as always, it's up to responsibility. You know, for for the people attending, to be responsible as well. Uh, um I think I think it's um it's on everyone basically because of this this situation that we all find ourselves in. We've all just got to <laughs> we've all got to work together. Otherwise, these events aren't mm. going to fucking happen anymore. It's as simple as that. If it, if we can't get it to work, it's not going to work.
2: You know. Um, one of the ones I saw here it says that they'd be happy to go when numbers stop rising. Now that's a difficult one to judge, isn't it? When you've, when you've got to plan a convention at least six months in advance.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: It's tricky. the The comments do echo exactly what the poll said. uh, Obviously, yeah, Yeah. it's Um, a lot of uncertainty.
0: And and certainly, if if you're uncertain, if you if you really don't don't risk it, if you don't want to risk it, do you know what I mean? We're not we're not here to sort of say you'll be fine. (laughs) Do Do you know what I mean? But you know, everyone just just be safe and do what's best for you. And um, that that goes for the organisers as well because they're going through a hell of a <laughs> stressful time. I can't imagine. Uh, meanwhile, the Lakes and Thought Bubble, you know, the, everything those guys have have gone through to sort of put this all in place. So, um, you know, I hope that the general public also is aware of that as well because it's not just comic conventions aren't just we're going put on an event and that's it. Now it's almost like. Convention organisers have got another, <laughs> have got another sort of reason for people to complain about them in some way, and it doesn't. I don't know. If you look on social media, it doesn't take much for people to complain, does it?
2: No. Oh, what on social media? You think? Yeah, 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 the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um... there is, there is a, uh, the elephant in the room here is that there is possibly the biggest conspiracy theory we've ever seen is the covid conspiracy theory and it is believed by a lot of people in this country you know and a lot of people don't intend to get you know vaccinated a lot of people don't even believe it exists and we're not talking like small groups of people we're talking large large numbers you know Mm. millions probably um so there is always going to be those people you you can't we're not going to get to 100 percent vaccination we're never going to get
1: there the size of those protests are only kind of a, a small reflection of the actual people that hold those beliefs. Yeah. There's going to be a lot, there's a large portion of people that don't, that won't get the vaccine.
2: Yeah. Loads. They, I, they, I come across people almost daily. I, I, You know, the bloke in our local, we've got a local Oxfam near my office and it's great for comics. And I pop in there and the bloke ain't got a mask on in there and he'll tell everyone how it's an experimental vaccine. You know, you shouldn't be taking it. You know, COVID's made up lockdowns the way that the government used to control us. You know, and you're like, He's just some old bloke works in the you know, they're everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. I just don't have the time to no. not even the time, just the no. inclination to engage with these people or just no, yeah. Okay. I yeah. <laughs> okay. uh... I do that new one now whenever someone sends you a message like you just put okay, I'll send them a thumbs up. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm the thumbs up man okay. these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely
1: shoots them down.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I
2: you, you
0: said you sent me a thumbs up quite a few times. What do you say?
2: <laughs> the uh, the other one I like when is when people have a go at me on Twitter and I just like their message. <laughs> about, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Love a bit of passive aggressive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, I mean, we nearly man. went a whole episode about mentioning Twitter. I oh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. well,
3: what
0: would this show be without it? <laughs>
1: be- better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: What would comics be without it? Yeah. Better. Um,
0: yeah. But um, thank you, everyone, for obviously um, getting involved on this and, and like putting forward your thoughts and your feelings um, because they are all relevant. Um, especially like you know whether you're a creator or the comic fan, um, it's it's your safety, uh, whether or mental health or anything. All of that is totally important. So that's that's the mm. importance of these sort of surveys as well. Yeah. Um, it was a genuine... organizers
1: can glean information on this as yeah. well that, that yeah. the way forward is reassuring Congoers that they're going to be safe and you're taking precautions completely to, to minimize risk and, yeah. and, and, and and cater for people in that regard.
0: I mean the brilliant thing about this this survey you did Dan is like you asked these questions, and also we 've got responses, and there's a genuine information thread there that organizers can look at. And then address these questions, and then mm-hmm. look at it and go. Well, well, these people are worried about this. I'll put your mind at ease, um, you know. And hopefully, you'll. We might should
3: maybe
1: make the uh, the results public. I'm not sure if that's. That... we'll discuss that among ourselves? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 We'll go. We'll go to the bunker and figure that out. Even
2: if it's just the pie charts, man, just to put them out.
0: Yeah. Oh man. yeah, happy to put those out. Just I
2: screenshot them, can... and stick them on a tweet. Yeah. 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 The
1: comments.
0: Uh, um, but yeah. Yes. But we're all in this together. And as it's convention season, I, th- I think that's a nice segue to. Yeah.
3: <laughs> look, at this, look at this structure. It's rolling such, on. Such
0: structure. Yeah. Um, mm. Yes, as it's convention season. And as always, we are excited about Thought Bubble. And not just because we can hold each other um, for the first time. Cup each long other time. gently in a oh, long yes. A circle. Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yes. I need support. Ego. Yeah. Not like that.
0: <laughs> yeah um we're our, our musical version of the human centipede will be part of the, no it won't be part of the festival um but, to be doing uh,
2: his dance yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i will <laughs>
3: um
0: and so thought bubble 2021 um as always we talk about that um every year um the things we're excited about and chloe's going to be joining us Next yes, week.
2: we're excited, on not we? Next guest, yeah, yeah, well,
0: always a good laugh talking with Chloe uh, of, of Thought Bubble, and um, yes, and with that in mind, um, we're going to be um, in the spirit of like information and yep. just you know because I think with Thought Bubble we're obviously excited about the the event, and we're going to talk about the the things that people can look forward to, but there's also we're gonna we're gonna pose some
2: questions, aren't we, Tony? We are. So should I do this bit? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we are um, obviously a, a, a podcast of people who attend and a, a lot of our listeners attend and while friends attend and we do a lot of conventions. So like you say, V and D knowledge is power around this sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. we are the intention is, and we've cleared this with Chloe. Vince has cleared it with her. We're going to be sending her some questions. They're not from us. They're from you. Now, all of these questions will be anonymized, whether you want them to be or not. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got a question for Chloe in relation to Thought Bubble, any aspect of Thought Bubble you want, send it to us and we will send her a list of questions numbered one to 20 or whatever it's going to be. Mm. Yeah. She will decide which one she's going to answer and then when she comes on the show, she will be answering your questions. They won't be our questions. And in this, in that, and because they're anonymous, they allow for a um, an honest assessment of how we are, where we are, and what we think currently of conventions and thought bubble. Mm. Yeah, which is very important, I think. Mm. I think the problem we have with social media is there's the usual people who want to endear themselves. You know, mm. you know, you know. Oh, I love, I'd love to have a table next year. You know, I've got this comic out about cats, you know, it's like that. But no, even your question will be anonymized. So don't, don't do it thinking you want to build your brand. Just if you've got a question, ask it. Now we're going to, I think we're going to take questions. They're all going to come to me and I will die, die on a knife blade and will not give away who has asked these questions. I won't be telling Vince and Dan, I'll be keeping it to myself. And they will be then stuck into a Word document, which we will share, and then we will send to Chloe. Mm. So yeah. if you've got a question, if you've got, you know, if you've got my DMs, please don't open send them to me. Yeah? Yeah. It's private or direct messaging mm. or email. Now, get your pens ready because I'll give me an email in a minute as well. So they can come to the um, any of our social media, my social media, or you can send them to tony.awesome.com comicspod comics pod at gmail.com so tony.awesome comics pod at gmail.com now there is a caveat with that be a proper decent person don't be horrible yeah, yeah if you it's... have failed to get a table whatever your beef is with thought bubble just be nice about it you can ask a question just yeah be a, just be yeah. A, a good nice person
1: for for me as yeah. a question uh be nice you can ask any question you like can't yeah. promise can't promise they're going to be answered
2: yeah. yeah so we'll send them to chloe and she will um choose what she's going to ask and then we'll come on and we will have a general conversation as well because obviously we're powers with chloe and i've yeah. known her yeah. yeah. now um and she will also be asking us answering your questions yes
0: um and it is because it's um for thought bubble as well
2: hopefully yeah exactly
0: thought, That's thought, thought bubble yeah. uh, um guys we love you um, but it's also it's it's in the spirit of information. Um, it's important to them that they let you know what's going on and what the safety protocols are for. And and, and you know if there's questions about that and things like that, um, this is going to be a real information sort of episode, as well as of course there'll probably be a, a fart joke somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it will be a, a, a genuine chance to sort of like. Okay, I'd like to go to the. I'd like to know more about this, about Thought Bubble, and that's yep. what mm. that's what Chloe's here for. She's always been great in the past. Like when we're, you know, I, I mean we we always throw questions at them, and this is the perfect opportunity right now. Um, to throw, yeah. throw it over. And I think you lovely people. I think the yeah. thing is,
2: there's, and we're not we're not bringing this up. We're going to allow you to bring the questions up. There's been some peaks and troughs in the popularity of certain conventions, and Thought Bubble itself has had some troubles recently and Mm. if you are going to ask about that then just be nice about it yeah yeah okay Mm. so the email again is tony.awesomecomicspod at gmail.com or if you're on my socials you can you can put it through there but i won't be naming you guarantee no names will be passed over okay if
0: there's a really sexy question if there's a real like you know
2: how yeah, sex- unless it's Vince's is- nudes again. Yeah, then uh, um, yeah. You,
0: know, you know it's my question.
2: If it's like my name's Marina Curtis, I live in Islington, you know, then <laughs> I'll <be> kill <kidding laughs> myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was oddly specific, Tony. Yeah, it was weird, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. A bit weird. Just though, random, random yeah. place. Out of ether. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So yes, that's um, that's going to be our, our show that's next week. To look forward to. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, it's no no doubt after next week's episode we're going to be even more excited about Thought Ball. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. A very um thought-provoking topic this week. Very of of the moment. And um, now back to the usual bollocks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we have any shout <laughs> i got couple. Just, I, I had to bring the tone down. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, see, we need
2: to get yeah, back yeah. to normal. I need Let's to shake it off. Yeah. yeah, shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. One,
1: two. yeah go on, but, you go uh, first,
2: uh, D. Go on, down
1: uh one kickstarter and one uh comic which you can buy download uh by uh shaney from the collective of heroes uh, which is vanguard part of basically the best superhero comics available on the web and he's done a special of one of his characters called gi ant giant uh, who like wakes up in a vat with and we find he's been augmented with insect DNA special agent digger needs to piece together the events, which brought him to this point, what his mission is before all hell breaks loose. And, uh, that's available to buy. You can download that as a, a print PDF. I'm not sure if there's a, uh, a physical copy. I think it's only digital and that's on the expanse, expanse uk. And We've put the full link in the show notes. Cool. Uh, while we're on the uh, collective of heroes, a long time uh, creator and part of the group is uh, Bill Wilco, who's done illustrations for the New York times. He's done uh, a lot of like uh big illustration work for, for superhero characters. And you can see why when you, you see style, he's putting together the, the final book of his creator owned project called the hero business, which is imagine a corporation that, that runs its own superhero gig. And this is like the, the, the final wrap up of it. It's called the the hero business funnel reports. And that's going to be launching on Kickstarter soon. And we've got one of those links where you can click. I'm interested in this and they'll send you a link when it goes live. Cool. So, that's me. Nice.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, the future egg trilogy featuring mukbang by Matt Simmons is on yes. Kickstarter. It's done. Uh, it's done its numbers, but you need to get this. We, we love Matt. And, um, he's super creative hilariously funny and a little bit a little bit a bit a bit lively in his, in his, his <laughs> although he's he fucking... shows there's no bum holes in this one
1: so <laughs> yeah. his fucking uh tweets has cracked me up <laughs> yeah they're yeah, a yeah. joy
2: so i backed it get on it it's good if anyone can can make cats the musical entertaining it's yeah. him you need to use comics yeah it's good shout um there's uh, also Strangers Fanzine presents Dynamite Diva by Jasper Juberville. Also done its money, but still two weeks ago. And this this is the hotness. Mr Sparrow told us about this. Eddie told us about this from Strangers. Jasper Juberville's comics are the hotness. Get on that. It's very important. Um, oh, yeah. Also, I was on episode 100 of Wits End, the Wits End podcast with Shah. Love Shah. And on uh, it was another one of our buddies, Pete Dory, which just involved everyone like drinking a lot and talking about really shit comics, which did it uh, did amuse us um there was a bit of impulse comic buying going on on ebay during it it was that funny um so have a listen to that i think that's out this week um and little thank personal thanks to me to um the Lewton and dunstable ambulance staff who may have saved my life last week <laughs> not going into it. i can't imagine i'm the easiest patient in the world but uh they were super patient so uh, know what
0: you're talking thanks. about
2: tony <laughs> yeah yeah so uh thanks to them there you go they're my ones yeah
0: uh, I've got a couple of kickstarters. Um, as we speak, no brainer issue two. Oh course, ten, yeah, I'm back. At this ten days left for Marpal Edison Neo. Um, get on this, so you discover a creator who's going surely going to be huge in the next couple of years. If, if there's anything right in the world, um, it's his solo anthem. I don't think
2: he works hard enough. I don't think he gets no, enough comics. No, he,
0: he doesn't make enough comics, <laughs> does he? Yeah, I mean, he really needs to work work hard. Um, yes, follow follow it's Edison. Good lad, me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, if you check out like his Instagram. Social media. He's been doing commissions and stuff as well for like backers and all kinds. And it's always fantastic stuff. We've got some commission. We've got our own sort of originals, haven't we? So and um, fucking yep. awesome stuff. And and also uh, coming this week, I just got to make sure I get the the date right. Uh, September the twenty first um, is the Kickstarter. It's the launch of the Kickstarter of the final cast iron books title of twenty twenty one. Hans Vogel is dead. Volume one. Um, obviously, Lizzie Kay, when she was on, on um, the show. Oh, she mentioned this, didn't yes, she? This is, uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, um, Candles is now out in the world. And uh, Hans Vogel is Dead is the final cast iron books um, title that's going to be launched. So check that out Tuesday, September 20th. Not, not the final forever, is it? No, no, of 2021. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of those publishers that has like schedules and books and all that jazz. Oh,
3: organised. Oh, I don't know what that's like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yes so put that on your dates or or you might be listening to us later in the week it's available now go on kickstart and look, look it up <laughs> and that is uh, Hans value is, is dead um, is by uh, Sierra Barnes and um, yeah well worth checking out I believe it was a webcomic that is being collected I believe so okay there you go but there'll be a link in the show notes etc etcetera. Et cetera. but definitely check it out good stuff and there you go that is the shout outs so without further, done. we are absolutely smashing it this week guys Let, let's pat ourselves on the yeah. back yeah let's um, let's really congratulate <laughs> ourselves for a job well done what?
3: okay uh what are we doing <laughs> there so let's
1: uh... add in the sound effect v Yay. yeah add yeah. in the zip going
0: Yay. down i'm not doing that that's too much work um <laughs> but what we are going to do now is we're going to recommend talk about some comics for you to add to your wish lists. who would like to go first this week I don't know, go first. Go on, Dan. Take it away.
1: Yeah. Uh, I saw one this day. one. Uh, people were talking about this one on the line, and I thought I would check it out. And it's Cayman America, which I Googled before the show. Cayman is masked, so masked America. Like you pointed out, Tony, ma- Cayman Rider. Was it yeah, Cayman
2: uh, Masked Rider or something?
1: Is that right? Masked Rider. Yeah. I'm not sure how that works, but yeah. uh, there we go. So uh, it's art by T- uh, Tim Lim and writer is Mark Pellegrini. Uh, you might have seen this one, uh, the cover for it. It's kind of like a manga-esque style of the, the main character. And I, I was totally uh, not sure what I was getting when I read this. I just kind of bought the, the comic off of Comixology. I think it originally ran uh, in Kickstarter uh, last okay. year or year before uh, and did really well. Uh, I should really Google that before I... <laughs> talk too much about but yeah the synopsis goes this uh charlotte carly vanders is a, uh, was just a girl next door her dreams of being a fashionista her world was suddenly transformed one day after being impacted by cosmic debris shedding her corporate and media overlords she is imbued with the american spirit of self-reliance and self-determination she is the patriotic paladin known as cayman america uh, Paladin, yeah,
3: yeah. Paladin. Is
1: it paladin did i say that yeah paladin. what did i say paladin. paladin yeah, yeah. <laughs> paladin sorry uh, it. I didn't realise it's sort of a thinly veiled kind of like satirical take on Captain Marvel. All oh, right. Because Carly Vanders is Carol Carol Danvers. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh... And I was like, oh okay. And it kind of it clocked in more when uh, she gets her powers and becomes like starts working for working for a PR agency and they call her War Hen, and I was like War Hen, War Hen, and I was like Warbird. I was like, oh fuck me. Oh, that's right. uh, that well, that's that connection. Because didn't the Carol Danvers would run under that name for a while, didn't she? Um heard?
2: yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she did.
1: So kind of if you kind of know your onions, you might sort of get that. It's it's a satirical comic. It's kind of definitely got right leanings. There's stuff in it that that popped up, and I was like, oh, I could have swore I've heard that before, but I had to uh, to to Google it to find out where it was. They they mentioned kind of like, uh, she has. When she gains her powers, she ends up getting into a scrap with, like, a Russian superhero who looks very similar to her, with a similar power set because she got her powers the same way, and they fight, r- rather than Afghanistan, they call it Kekistan, and have you heard right. that? I've I kind of got Kek is, like, uh, something funny, humorous, and okay. Kekistan, they've got, like, a flag for it, and it comes from uh, 4chan on their poll board, which is a bit of a, a, a hot hot topic place on the internet, do you know what I mean? Like, right so it's a bit edgy as it were uh the has got kind of like manga stylings but uh i the artwork's nice it's not really my cup of tea uh, i could say the whole about the whole comic like i can see why it appeals to people but it's not for me uh the the kind of the message of it is these the the girls kind of get uh when like the main character uh charlotte vanders she's in school they say like well you can do this baseball and you can go into science and she says well i don't want to do any of those things i just want to be make dresses up making clothes for people and it's all about kind of like these messages being forced on these these girls to sort of say you can do this you can do that and it's like well i only want to do the things i want to do i don't want to get forced into like these career structures by you uh i, I want to be who, who who i am and essentially that's the kind of like the the brute of the comic as she kind of strikes out for it and does what she wants to do herself. Uh, right. It's an interesting one. There's uh, it's a stiff one to talk about though. Uh, if, if you want to give it a go, give it a go. I mean, like the action scenes, fucking fantastic. You is it a long?
2: Right? Is it a trade or is it a short issue? Or
1: no, it's uh, a collected. Well, it's an oversized first issue. Uh, I think. Right. Okay. Maybe, i'd have to google it but if it didn't feel like a, a 21 page comic uh oh. the action scenes are very kind of manga manga like massive explosions people moving at speed uh like edison neo does every kind of move they've got has got like a name that they shout out when they they fire it and hers will kind of like uh justice and freedom and american kind of stuff as she right. blasts off uh so it's very yeah, uh, hysterical then i'm guessing yeah it's very yeah very yeah. there's a lot heavy satire in it it's not like i said not my cup of tea but you might really enjoy it uh maybe give it a shot i don't think it's very much on on comics but apparently it, it's gone on it's on to a second second or third issue now and it's doing great guns and doing really well so maybe I'd, i'll check out the second one and see if they've kind of like refined the formula to something that uh it appeals to me more, but uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So that's Came in America Stars and Strife, good stuff. So check that out, nice. V, do
0: you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm gonna talk about Earthworks, which, um, oh, yeah, I've got this. Oh, yes, <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. been hitting a lot of people's sort of inboxes, post boxes, etc. Um, this is uh, written by Martin Hayes with art and lettering by Alfie Gallagher and featuring photography by James Doherty. Um, it's a one shot horror comic set in rural Ireland. I hate saying the word rural because I can't. My R's are terrible. Rural, uh, rural. <laughs> Do, uh, you know when you say a word too much and it just becomes nonsense.
2: Anyway. It's like when Jonathan. It's when Jonathan Ross refers to high-ranking officers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs>
0: Um. Yes. It's forty pages, uh, black and white. There's some uh, back matter in it as well about how how the book came to be, and um. Yeah, this book uh, obviously it was doing the rounds. It looks glorious. I got some badges with mine and a. And a absolutely fantastic sketchbook from Alfie
2: yeah me Uh, too I got that as well uh, yeah nice
0: one Alfie's uh, work is always sublime got an original Mm. up on my wall Um, Mm. so yeah so I I, I came for Alfie but I stay for the rest of the story Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this this is a really it it springs to mind to me um, and in the back matter Martin obviously um, writes about it This, this was a story that very much during lockdowns and stuff it was it was two creators coming together who, who worked together before and like let's just do something let's just work in a looser style a looser script um do it do it about whatever you want and um martin i uh, wanted to do something on the hexam heads have you heard about the hexam heads no ah well you find out about them in the back of the book because so i'm not going to read it all out because it's fair. <laughs>
1: so watch of it
0: yeah um yeah because it is like one of those um legends of someone found like these sort of stone ancient stone heads buried in the ground and then once they had them bad things started happening like ter- terrible things or people started seeing things that was the um that was the seed of the story um but this is basically they've taken that and um it's not as martin says it's not a research heavy non-fiction retelling of that um but it takes that and just puts in lots of other things to, to become its own story and it is about a, a couple who move into this house and it starts off straight away um he's um the um what's the name of the character now the, the guy i can't remember the, name of the guy um but the the male figure is sort of digging up the garden with a jcb and he digs up these heads and um they're a bit weird they're i mean they're fantastic design to them he's sort of fascinated by them but these this couple that own this house have had troubles in the past um something that they want to find out more about it but also they don't want to they want to be don't want to be put in the public eye There's sort of like a. he's just he just got out of prison and you you find out obviously naturally over these 40 pages those things are revealed and the and the dark reasons for it um which weren't necessarily what I thought they would be as going on. Right. And a, lot of, a lot of the storytelling is told um, not so much uh, specifically, it's not given to you on a plate. There's um, A lot of it is told with, with Alfie's dreamlike double page spreads, of which there's a few. You get flashes of um, moments back in time, as well as hints to something that happened in the past. As and then you go, uh, as the normal day carries on. You, there's a rising sense of things getting more and more messed up, and then they wake up one morning and there is like a goat or a ram has been mutilated outside their house, and what's done that? Um, so there's there's those sort of mysteries. It it, it feels like a um, like a, it feels like an Irish horror film. I've it's like a folk thought. horror thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, de- definitely, it's definitely yeah. that Irish folk horror vibe, which is going through it. And um, it doesn't. It it sort of answers some questions. Le- leaves a lot of things up to the reader to sort of fill in the dots. Um, I felt I I felt like I knew where, it, but when it finished, I got a sense of what had happened. Um, in an ideal world, I. I would have liked another 5 10 pages of it that's you know give me more pages you are not what yeah um <laughs> but just to sort of embellish or not not paint a clearer picture for me but just add a little bit more um not subtext but just a, just a little bit more to some of the things I I wanted a little bit more information in depth to, maybe yeah yeah okay. um i mean alfie's artwork is Lovely as always. He's gone for like a, it's like a sketchy, inky sort of style. There's lots of cross hatching. I love a bit of cross hatching. Um, it's a real sort of like, it, you can zone out doing cross hatching. <laughs> <So>, right. <laughs> yeah. When you're doing that, it's just, and then you look back, it, it creates a lovely pattern. So there's wonderful artwork going here. I mean, Alfie does, I believe it's all original artwork. So the original pages of this must look beautiful. Lots of ink washes. Um. But yes, if you got it on the Kickstarter, you obviously uh, there's lots of people posting online about how how they got it and loved it. And yeah. Certainly, um, I had this. Uh, I I took a chance this weekend. It was it sort of sat uh, sat on the side on the top of my to read pile. and yeah, I got a kick out of it. But it, it feels like um like I say an Irish horror movie that you you discover on Amazon. Do you know what I mean I've watched some absolute crackers in that in that sort of genre, um mm. and um, but I don't necessarily. Know if it answers everything, but also, does it need to answer everything? Fair play. Yeah, it it leaves mysteries, and for for a one and done, it does exactly what it says on the tin. You know, do you know I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it it's not like I didn't feel like the story had not been told. Um, which is what you got the, Yeah, in those forty pages. Yeah. Plus the back mat is really good as well. If you find out and boy and there's some lovely photography in it. So okay. yeah, yeah, it's it's you get your money's worth. Which which is what you want
2: from a comic. So there you go. Yeah, mine's at work uh, actually. I must read mine this week.
1: Risk yeah. risk is sounding critical here. The the cover I really like the cover, but it doesn't for me reflect the the tone of the story.
2: I thought it was more of a sci-fi story uh, from seeing that cover. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: I I do I do understand that. I do understand that. There, there's there's a certain um, I'm sure there's elements to that cover that um are going completely above my head. It's a very designy cover. Yeah, um, I think it's
1: a very strong cover, but yeah, I, yeah. my only thing is I don't think like that the it totally represents what the story is about. Yeah, okay. I mean, I you know
3: mean,
0: what I mean? Yeah. The, the interiors are so specifically about those stone heads. Yes, they, they crop up all the way through it. Um, it's a surprise it's not on the, not on this cover, but um, yeah,
2: that's yeah. From what I I need to read this, but yeah, I, I see what you mean by that, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean i'm a sucker for design anyway so that covers like ooh,
2: same yeah. like you uh, tend to uh, like that more sort of yeah. both of you actually i noticed that from covers of the week you yeah. tend to like that more sort of graphic design style don't you yeah, yeah, when yeah, we,
1: yeah. since looking at our, our cover choices tony i see you kind of like go for,
2: more the, the old school yeah. yeah and
1: mm-hmm. it's to be honest the the, the the heavier graphic design stuff really pops out to me on the thumbnails yeah. that's usually where i go for okay them yeah, yeah. The that the black
2: series. widow one this week which the smoke of the gun looked like the undoing of her dress was just fucking amazing
1: yeah i love that uh, cover mm. yeah there's that one at the beginning of the series where she's kind of like straddling over the top of the city and black widow and lights is dropping down towards yeah they're a good man what a cover movies. yeah yeah yeah, yeah the cover baby
2: that.
0: um yep. yes that's mine Coming more important there you go what's yours
2: uh, mine's the telepaths issue one of six um put out by awa upshot um uh it's teen plus uh, and it's $3.99 for a, a physical copy um speaking of covers guys i sent you the cover of this one didn't i yeah and this is yeah. the spot who they've traced the film star off cover <laughs> <laughs> given give me a couple of hours i'd work out every single person on this cover i think um, um but there's bruce campbell with samuel L. jackson at the top there you know um,
1: I, I don't use reference for famous people anymore for characters because it just looks like the character, that actor or actress and it's it almost kind of to the point where it's, illusion.
2: it's almost, the, I mean, there's various levels of reference and I completely understand that reference is important. I completely understand that even sometimes tracing is useful. Um, but I think this isn't, but I think sometimes when you're just drawing over the top of photographs, it, it takes it out, out for mm. me yeah, and
1: anyway, this We've is not all done a, that as a shorthand, haven't we? Like you say, I imagine yeah. this character is like Samuel Jackson in this film, but not. I don't mean fucking make it exactly like Samuel yeah, Jackson no, in that yeah, film. I
2: know, which they've done. Use it
1: mean. as a starting yeah. point.
2: Yeah, even the same hairline, everything, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so this that is the most critical bit I'm going to be of this comic because I actually quite enjoyed it. So it's written by J. Michael Straczynski, and I'm a sucker for JMS. Um, art by Steve Epting, who is a solid... He's done some, you know, Velvet's amazing. You know, he's done some great comics. Colours by it, Brian Reber, uh, letters by it, Sal Cipriano, variant covers by it, Mike Diodato Jr. and Lee Laridge. Um, so the story is a comet and some form of sort of atmospheric disturbance caused the population of Earth to pass out. Planes crash, as you know, as we get with Village of the Damned and all these sort of things, you know, everything, you know, if if everyone just passed out for a second, the world, you know, there's all sorts of catastrophes happen, don't they? mm now, um, a few of these people who survive and wake up display telepathic abilities. Now, I'm a sucker for telepaths in comics and other mediums. I don't know why, I just am. Um, everything from Espers, do you remember that book? Yeah. Beautiful psych- you know, team of psychics to movies like Push or Scanners, yeah. stuff like that. I just, I'm just a sucker for that. I sort of
1: thing. think comics are a great way to tell those stories because it gives you that ability to see people's thoughts. Yeah, quite easily. Whereas in other medium, they have to think of ways. Yeah, they just put their fingers
2: it. to their their temples or something, and you know, yeah. it's, not, it's all in a visual medium. It doesn't work for a, on film, but it can work better in a comic because you can put mm. effects in and stuff. Yeah. Um. So how will this change? How will they? Th- so at the moment, we're in a, a a definitive setup issue. Um. You've got um an aide to the president. She discovers it. There's a sequence where um there's she knows there's a gun hidden uh, in this museum they're in. Um. There's a uniform cop. And there's a sort of gang leader who's in who's on death row. So you it's it's typical JMS setup episode. Um it is, look, totally, it is totally a TV episode. I'm not I'm not hiding that at all. Mm. It doesn't necessarily make it a bad comic, I'll put it that way, but it is totally like something JMS would write for TV. Um I like his stuff. I really love Babylon 5. I was so on board with that and jericho if you ever watched that series jericho did you see that one no i didn't yeah. see that
0: one no, I That's a that. Yeah.
3: yeah
2: midnight nation i think is is an evergreen book i think it's a really good comic um we did with gary frank rising stars um which is a series of books and comics he did which is kind of like highlander for superheroes you know as, okay. as people kill get killed the, the powers you know um Supreme power, which is squadron Supreme. The series he did at Marvel max is great. I wasn't so hot on his Spider-Man. I wasn't so hot on his Superman, but, um, he's done some great stuff. Um, it's, so it is, it is a setup issue. The art in the interior, other than the cover is solid. It is extremely dense, densely written. You know, it's JMS. is not a man who says two words, is he, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and he, he, it's very typical of you know these diverse group of people who we're seeing in their own lives before and after the event are coming oh we know in the next few issues are going to come together to form a team to do something you know or one of them's maybe the bad guy or you know it's, it's very sort of prototypical of tv series that, that we've seen um but i find it i find it super intrig- intriguing I enjoy this sort of stuff. He speaks a bit there's a bit of an interview or a bit of a, a piece he writes in the back of it, and he talks about this is like the first mini series in a series of mini series so the first six issue mini series then there's going to be another one there's going to be another one he's going to build in this world and I'm on board for that. I like that sort of thing. I think he's got a nice band of characters already who I want to see interplay, see who's going to be good who's going to be bad who's you know whose powers are going to be the most powerful you know is that there's an element to that with with um stuff like scanners and stuff like this and uh you know, he had that telepath war in season five of, to a certain extent, season season five, of Babylon five, didn't he? But I, I just, uh, I'm just going to see where it goes. I, I, as soon as it said there's a comic called Telepaths, I thought, and it's written by JMS, I'm going to be on board with it. It's, 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 it's a fairly mainstream choice, guys. It's not really my usual sort of underground kind of choice, but I kind of, it's just, it's just on my street, really. So yeah, yeah. that's my one. yeah, nice, nice.
0: nice. So go forth and check that out. I mean, mainstream? Is it mainstream? It's AWA, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I'm sure so it's not selling bundles, you know. It's uh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Check it out. And thank you for checking out this week's show, of which we were highbrow, lowbrow, mono brow, whatever whatever you want to call us. <laughs> we were probably that. <laughs> and we really hope you enjoyed this show and whatever we talked about this week. If you want to let us know about any other I mean obviously we're talking about um, certain comic events like um obviously meanwhile the lakes and thought Bowl are upcoming if there's any other smaller events or anything like this that you you think need a shout out and and a bit of promo and let us know you can because um, we'll always put them in the shout outs you know comics are for everyone we want we want to see comics um, email us awesome comics pod at gmail.com um, once again um, send your questions to tony. at gmail.com um, follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. Well, you never know what you're going to get from that.
2: I'm going to say the, cut, the cutoff the cut off for questions is um, Thursday night, so Thursday midnight. Th-
0: what's the date then, Tony? Um, God, what's the date then? Thursday the twenty.
2: twenty fourth. Twenty third. Twenty third. Twenty
0: third. Yeah. Yeah. We know time.
2: Yeah, Thursday twenty um, <laughs> yeah,
0: third of September. There you go. So you got until then. Um, if you do the book of faces go to facebook.com awesome comics podcast join the community group that's on facebook awesome comics talk great bunch of people on there as is there is on the slack channel if you want to
2: uh, the slack was on fire this weekend it was uh, a place of much hilarity so
0: yes join yeah. and get in touch and where should they go to find out more about how to get involved on that
2: just contact any of us we'll send you the link there you yeah
0: go. simple as that um thank you for listening to us whether it's on the website awesome com, if you listen to us on apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review it helps get the word out about the show and everything we talk about every week um if you listen to us on any other networks like spotify amazon stitcher PodNose, Podknife. pod what other are the we networks we're on tony
2: we're on a little bit of a niche podcast network called pod is your name lou <laughs> <laughs> little inside
0: joke
2: yeah some yeah. people get that
0: yeah for a bit Shout-out to no. Davis and Valp. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, wh- <laughs> where can people find us online, etc.?
1: Dan? You can find me on Twitter at vango.com. and you can read Vanguard at And you can also uh, check out my Patreon, where I try to upload daily uh, I really do. stuff about uh, Soviet Strike Viper, which is I'm putting my foot down, fucking getting that done.
2: There
0: you go, Antony.
2: Tony? dot uh, com is links to patrons, podcasts, articles, comics, etc. There
0: you go, and you can find me on Boom. the socials at JesterDiablo. Diablo. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you're uh, a new listener, um, thank you for joining us. There's loads of stuff in the in the past that you can check out. Um, yep. Yeah, we talk to decent people and then you just have to listen to us waffle around it. Oh, yeah. um, 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 but st- stay tuned. Yeah, thank you. we've had a nice sort of uptake in listeners recently. So, yeah. So, we, we really do appreciate
1: it. Um, so, uh, let's get those questions in for Chloe next week. Yes,
0: yep. yes, exactly. Um, but no matter what you're doing in the week, we hope you are happy, healthy, and doing okay wherever you are. Um, we hope you're enjoying your comics because that's the main. That's the reason this show exists, because we enjoy comics. Whatever you yeah, want. Get reading. in
2: that repile. Get your repile. Sorted. Yes. That's yes. what I did first first couple of days this week. Just yes. went
0: in that repile. Yeah. Yes. Um, perhaps we should. No, no, we shouldn't have a show about going talking about utter repiles. That would just be never ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but wherever you are in the world, thank you very much for listening from Dan, Tony, and myself. Have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics. Um, we love you. Don't we, Dan? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Tony would have loved by the Let him say no. Yeah. And uh, as always,
1: what should they do, guys?
0: Stay, Stay awesome. Ah, awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, we fucked that up. What oh. are you talking about? It sounded good to me.
0: Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh, well, you, you spoiled it. Now I about. fucked it up. Nah. Oh yeah. dear. Oh well, there's always next week. Bye
3: everyone. Bye. <laughs>